Hello everyone, happy International Anti-Corruption Day. At Step Up Nigeria, we sensitize people, both young and old, on the impact of corruption and the roles they can play to tackle corruption wherever they are, be it at home, be it at school, be it in the community, even in the work environment. Our podcast is an initiative built to create awareness of governance issues that highlight the cost of corruption and its impact on service delivery. It is also aimed at promoting values that will help build a society of people with integrity and also provide solutions to service delivery challenges faced by everyday Nigerians. My name is Vanessa Emadi, and it is so good to have you here with us. On today's special podcast, I have with me the 2022 Anti-Corruption Star Award winners, starting with Comrade Margaret Jakovi, who won the first time voter Anti-Corruption Star Award, Honorable Oji Kano Emmanuel, who won the Special Recognition Award, Jedidaya David, who won the Junior Young Anti-Corruption Star Award, and Ambassador Mercy Babajidi, who won the Teacher Anti-Corruption Star Award. They'll be sharing with us how they got inspired to fight against corruption, and hopefully you'll learn a theme or two. Thank you for joining us. Stay tuned. My name is Comrade Margaret Jacobi. I'm from Delta State. I'm a single mom. To go with the glory, I'm so excited. I'm still excited. It's like a dream. I've not woken up from it. First uh, <laughs> time. First time voters uh, star award. It was really, really amazing. In fact, I, I sometimes I just pinch myself. In fact, when I went to church on Sunday, it was Thanksgiving Day. I have to bring it, and I was like, uh-uh. somebody just said something about Nigeria that he grew up in Nigeria. The children they are abroad, and that something good can come out of Nigeria that even people don't believe. So it was like a challenge, and I was like, ah, oh, so the honor, the honor. It's so grateful. Thank you, Ma. Okay, Mark, can you tell us what did you encounter that made you take action against corruption in your community? Uh, well, there are so many things, so, so many things that uh, happened. Like in my area, the increase in the prostitution or not just even teenagers, for me, I would say they are children because uh, people that are not up to a certain age and you see the way they live their life drug, uh, many things, and uh, especially the one that got me is a principal that when they just see young guys on the bike, we just stop them for no reason, maybe because they are looking good, you know, and before I know, they just say, go to the police station. And you know, because of the fear, they are armed, and people are not armed, so they'll just like uh, follow them in because they are not armed. I know they might do anything and they just make a false accusation on the victim. So all those things, they are, are like, I was very, very unhappy about all those situations. And that's why I told myself, uh, we have to do something. I have to speak out. I will have to, in any way I can, just be a voice to the people. And the, uh, the environment, where our environment is, uh, no lights, we're suffering from lights, we're suffering from canals, drainage. You see, people are getting sick every day, there's mosquitoes, so many things that are not in place, which the local government are supposed to put in place. So, those are some of the things that make me stand up and say, this can't continue. I have, a, I have children, and what if uh, this happened to my boy? How will I feel? 
So those are the things that made me to stand up and say we need to have a better tomorrow, better Nigeria. Thank you. My name is Honorable uh, Ojikano Imano, the National President, Association for Formidable Educational Development, AFED, one of the pioneer members of the association. We have over well over 25,000 schools and uh, over a million, four million children across these schools. Thank you, Vanessa. Thank you, sir. Can you tell us a bit about what AFED does? Um, AFED believes um, in the education of the Nigerian child. The only opportunity for somebody to leave is education. And um, that note, we have a group of people with like minds uh, across the nation who feel that uh, education, good education, must not necessarily be expensive. So we decided to commit ourselves into running what we call low-cost private schools across uh, the nation to enable children from the underprivileged homes and, um, uh, so, uh, and those who hardly would have had opportunity to go to school to have access to or better access to that, to education. And apart from that also, we offer scholarship to people who ordinarily would not have had access to maybe secondary education, maybe primary education. And um, currently, we're also doing uh, venturing into university education. But the people who have shown um, serious strength in academics and need support, these are some of the things Fed is doing. What made you decide to work with Step of Nigeria to propagate anti-corruption education? Uh, yes, clearly, one of our um, statement of mission, or mission statements, says clearly that um, AFED will reach out and collaborate with every relevant organization, individuals, to ensuring that not just access to education is given, but um, a quality access that will make a child a total child. And uh, so when Step Up Nigeria came up, it was like a dream come true. When it started initially, they told us um, they will intend to fight corruption. Uh, for us, that idea of fighting corruption was a bit um, uh, elusive. Why do I use the word? Because, you know, in Nigeria, moral decadence has even become a model. Uh, people no longer know when they have gone, gone wrong. And um, the approach of Step uh, Up Nigeria, catching them young, going from school to school, uh, giving lectures, developing storybooks around all of these things, um, fighting corruption clearly shows that it is a way to go. And um, obviously, why do we believe that this is beginning to work? There are examples of change of behaviors in some of our schools. And let me also say this, for the association, because of the kind of fee we collect, very low fee, it will be difficult to have deployed the kind of techniques and um, strategies being adopted by Step of Nigeria. We will not have even thought in that direction. But Step of Nigeria came, made so much meaning into anti-corruption crusade from junior school. 
and even now advancing to the middle school. Let me say here clearly that we want more of suburb Nigeria. Um, like I had said earlier, uh, our, we have our over 25,000 schools, and then um, suburb Nigeria started with us in Lagos, Abuja. Uh, you see their presence now in some other states like Imo states in the east. Uh, we want step up Nigeria to do more because there is no way we can do this within our own capacity without intervention project like step up Nigeria. Thank you, Honorable Oji. Let's hear from Jedidaya. My name is David Jedidaya. I'm 10 years old. The name of my school is Astute Montessori Schools. Thank you so much, Jedidaya. Can you tell us how you were introduced to Step Up Nigeria? I was introduced to Step Up Nigeria when they came to my former school named Kingdom Heritage Model School, Kuji Abuja. They taught us on corruption, how to avoid it, and how to bring, bring low the level of corruption in our society. What inspired you? When I and my mom was going to the market, there was a traffic jam and the traffic warden chased a car. And before he could let that car go, he told the driver, he asked for a bribe for him to let the driver go. So that made me angry and I frowned at it. So that is what inspired me to write a letter to the president. I am Ambassador Babajide Mercy, a teacher of uh, Iba Housing Estate, School One, Iba Housing Estate in Lagos State, Nigeria. Thank you so much, Ma. It is so good to have you here with us, Ambassador Mercy. Can you tell us how impactful anti-corruption education has been in the lives of your students and for you as a teacher? Thank you. This um, program has really impacted me positively in the sense that I've been able to learn more and know more about the word corruption and um, also the word anti-corruption. I have learned what corruption means, what it takes to be corrupted, and um, what it takes to teach people against corruption. Corruption, we know, is virtually in is virtually in everywhere, every phases of life, if we look at it, both family life, academic life, even uh, physical life, even in our workplaces, corruption is bound to occur. We see that even globally, the World Economic Forum has estimated that the cost of corruption is about 2.6 trillion US dollars. That's if we calculate it, convert it to Nigeria money, we know what that means. What is this telling us? It's telling us that corruption occurs almost every day, every second, every minute, in every facet of life. But my journey this program, since 2000, uh, 2020 to 21, I have learned a lot about corruption and anti-corruption. And have got to know that we need to we need to tell people to turn against corruption. Anti-corruption has brought back the trust that we have in the public sector to act in our best interest. Teaching uh, teaching anti-corruption in schools, in the, uh, teaching my children 
about anti-corruption, they have been able to bring back the interest that have been lost. Majority of them have lost interest in even in their parents. But this um, program exposing them to anti-corruption and them themselves taking it back to their own homes, they have been able to bring back the trust that has been lost in majority of them. Also that uh, anti-corruption education has helped us in short to save most of the things, to save and to handle our taxes and rates. When we talk of taxes and rates, we know what is going out, even as a public sector, as civil servants, as teachers, and also imparting it in the lives of our children. You know, they've been able, if we talk, most of them, their parents don't pay tax before. They just believe that they do one thing or the other and they let us wave it out. But my teaching them on this, on this aspect of anti-corruption, they have been able to come to know the, the, the effects of, of paying taxes and what these taxes, the money collected, what they are being used for. Thank you. We really appreciate all of these things that you've you've gotten just from anti-corruption education and that your children, your students are also learning a lot from that. So Honorable Oji, can you tell us the impact of anti-corruption education in affect schools? Yes, let me say this. You know, character modification is actually a very long process. And um, some of the children we have come from different homes, different backgrounds. And, uh, but I tell you truly, these days, like the, there was a reported case somewhere in Ketu, where a child picked money that was not hers, and she returned it. And by the time she, she was being queried, she was able to say, yes, um, at least um, I understand by what uh, State of Nigeria is doing, that when you pick something that is not yours, you have to make efforts to return it. We begin to see character modification. We begin to see morals building up. And um, we also begin to see even children, students, learners, fighting against any, any of their fellow who have not done the right thing. And of course, we believe that this is not the way to go. It is the right way to go. If this continues this way, I am telling you, in the next 15, 20 years, uh, Nigeria would have solved a whole lot of problems. And why do I say we would have solved a whole lot of problems? We are aware that our annual budget is being depleted by this character called corruption. And if we can arrest it from the children who will replace some of the adults in the next two, 20, 15 years, it will mean that we will have ourselves a cost of huge budget for EFCC, ICPC, and other anti-corruption agencies because it would have either reduced minimally or eliminated completely. Thank you so much, sir. That is what we hope for. The more we keep teaching these children anti-corruption education, the more it spreads not just to uh, not, not just to students, but to parents, to teachers, to school owners, down to the very um, down to the man on the streets, the community, and everything. So we hope we believe that. Yeah, yes, I can, I can give you I can give you an example. You, of course, we were in that meeting where uh, one of the schools uh, gave a testimony of a student who is not even from that affect school. Who, for the purpose of listening, in dropping into what uh, of Nigeria is doing in after school, was able to get a character, uh, 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 
modification. And on that note, she was able to return money, pick on the way. So some people actually should be a God blessing for that day. But somebody would be hot for losing his property. You know, when it comes to somebody taking away something you have planned for, and um, you see what uh, a staff of Nigeria is doing, it's like a wild wing. Like you said, yeah, it's because a teacher who teaches, who assists in teaching anti corruption, using all the tools as deployed by uh, a staff of Nigeria, is also having his or her characters modified. And so it is crisscrossing and uh, touching lives. Thank you. I can't say thank you a lot. Thank you, Nubuaji. Now to Comrade Margaret. Can you tell us about your advocacy in your community and the people's response to it? Jogler community system has failed. People don't have belief in the system anymore. They tell you voting is calm and that even before the election date, people already know who wants, they already know who they want to put in place. That is the politicians in quotes. But we still try to tell them that your vote counts, your vote matters, that it doesn't matter what you think is going on, that if they don't really need your vote, they won't come to you with uh, things to ask you to give them your vote. So we, we still lecture them, let them know that their vote is very important. We see, I still try to talk to them that it doesn't matter what is going on. I believe in change. I believe Nigeria can still be better. We have countries that face worse situation. Japan is there. America too is there. There are some other countries that face worse situation. And I believe we have to stand and speak out. It starts gradually. It's not going to come overnight, but I believe I'm positive that we'll get here. So people in my environment, I talk to people, I talk to my family members, I talk to my friends, I talk in the church, in the marketplace, in the vehicle. Whenever I have the opportunity to speak, I speak to people. And people are coming to understand that it is true. For instance, I tell them, if in, your, in my community we, they need 300 votes, and just 100 people comes outside to vote, the other 100 will be filled. So if we don't come out, we are the one causing the problem. So people are realizing, I know we'll get there. Thank you so much, Comrade Margaret. We really appreciate everything. Can you tell us about your advocacy to Diamond Heroes Academy? How did that start? And then what happened afterwards? My advocacy to Diamond Heroes Academy, my friend to the proprietor, and uh, like for me, my belief is if you don't, if you don't, it's not everything that is uh, money. If I don't have money to give to you and I have something that will benefit you, which I can give to you, why hold back? I'll give it to you. So I saw an avenue that if I start, if I go to that school, there are children there. Like I tell people, if we can't get the adults, the older ones, we can start to catch them young. So that's one of the reasons why I went to Diamond Heroes Academy to speak to the professor and to the teacher that was in charge for the for other uh, curriculum activities. And they gave me a good response. They welcomed me. They asked me to come. So I spoke with them for some time. And before Step Up 2 came in to speak with them, they were so happy. They were really so happy. And even with that, they have done amazing things. They've done amazing things. For, for instance, after Step Up came, They've gone to the police station at Jeremy to meet with the DPO. They, they've not gone to lie any police station. And they've done uh, some, some things in their community, which they worked in the community, talking about anti-corruption and all that. And people were amazed at and these little children. 
And aside that, they've even gotten a step up anti-corruption club in their school, which they do teach uh, about uh, anti-corruption. Like I made them to understand, anti-corruption is not about just the politicians and all. It starts from we ourselves. You get into a vehicle, you pay your T-fare, you buy something, you don't just try to hide, you pay your money, yeah, uh, you don't get in your environment, you speak out, stand for truth, and they have been, they have really been doing amazing things in their school, even in the community, which I really, really appreciate. I'm still hoping that with the help of Step Up, I'll still try to reach out to other schools, because if we can teach these children from young, by the time they are growing up, they are the Nigeria of tomorrow, they are the future tomorrow, and our tomorrow starts today. So I believe with the help of Step Up, I'll still reach out to some other schools in the community. Thank you, Comrade Margaret. Now, Jedidaya. You've written this letter to the president. Um, what other actions have you taken against corruption? In my school, I've reported many bad deeds of people in my class, especially because when our teacher tells us to not do something, some people still go ahead because they think the teacher can't do anything, is not seeing me. So I report them and, and I tell them not to do that again. Thank you so much, Adidaya. So what message do you have for young children all over the world listening to you right now? I want to tell every Nigerian child out there that the future is ours and the future is now. That let's make Nigeria a country free of corruption. Back to you, Ambassador Mercy. Can you tell us some of the actions that you've taken to promote anti-corruption education in your school and community? Yes. In my school, I've decided and I've taken it upon myself that anytime I'm handling the assembly in the morning, I do give these children one or two words of advice on the issue of corruption and why they should go against corruption. I've used this um, Halima's votes to teach them and the money like that, you know, the children gather, when they gather, they are close to 300, 350 to 400 children on the assembly ground in the morning. And uh, I've used that opportunity to teach them that vote buying is very, very wrong. In the class, we have read the book, Animals Votes, and they have seen the effect of, uh, the positive effects of not selling their votes. And they have also seen the negative effects of selling their votes. So with this, I know they have not reached the age of accountability. They have not reached the age of voting, but teaching them from now, they will be able to keep it in their mind. And why they are being taught, what they are being taught, they keep and they remember for a longer time. Then by the time they go, they grow up definitely there is no how they will not recall they will recall it it will come back to them that ah while i was in primary school so so time i had one of my teachers she talked about a, a vote buying that is not good she no i even showed them the pictures and uh, with that they will, they will know that it is good for them even if there's anyone that will be venturing to go into politics such a child should know and we know and we recollect that as a politician i should be able to do things for my people 
in my community or in my environment. And whatever I cannot do, I don't venture to go into it. Then the, the ones I will do is whatever I promise to do, I need to do it for them. Why? For the betterment of their community. Starting from the grassroots, if their community is okay, if their community is free from arms, definitely it will grow from the, from the local government down to the state and down to the federal, to the federal level, which is the highest level. So with that animal's vote, they saw why they saw why it is not good to buy to sell their their rights because um, part of their, their franchise is right to vote. So even if they cannot do it now, they should be able to also get home and tell their parents. So telling them here, that they're telling their parents, they are already taking it into the community. And their parents definitely have, we have one or two friends. And the parents to telling the, the friends where they see that somebody wants to give them money for them to be able to vote for, for him or her, they too should be able to stop that person. That no, we are not buying, we are not selling our votes. We want to vote rightly. And now election is coming. By February next year, by the face of God, there should be planning to change power here in Nigeria. So starting from now, telling them that vote buying is wrong or vote selling is wrong. They should not sell their votes for a cup of rice or for, or for money. They should be able to tell their parents. And when they get home, their parents listening to them, we also know uh, what to do, that corruption is bad. And I've told them that they should say no to corruption. We don't need their money. We don't need their rice. We don't need their food. All what we want is good governance. We want cleanings. We want good roads. We want good hospitals. We want solid and sound education. So with all this, they're telling the, their parents all this. Their parents too will know that, yes, they need good road and not food. They don't need money. They don't, nobody should buy them. They should be able to stand out, just like how Alima stood out in the crowd and defended herself. And then she fought the fight for her community and she won. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much, Ambassador Mercy. That was really insightful. Thank you so much, ma'am. Ma, what advice do you have for teachers and schools who have not started teaching anti-corruption education? For teachers and schools that have not started teaching uh, anti-corruption, I will advise them that they should start. They should start it now. Because Anaje says that uh, it's from small that we cut the, the branches of an Iroko tree. When it grows, it will be very, very difficult to cut. Another one says that uh, it's difficult to, to break a crayfish when it is strong, when it's grown up. So it is from this credo, little babe, little children, that we can catch them. They say catch them young. Now that they are young, if schools should inculcate anti-corruption into their curriculum, if they cannot even do it as a subject, let them put, put it into subjects like social studies, like civic education, 
like uh yes yeah, social studies and civic education even in crs in religious studies let them put them let them let's try and put out these topics inside these subjects and then teach them by the time we teach them in primary school they teach them in secondary school when they get to university they should not leave them they should also look for the government should look for a way of inculcating these um topics if it's for them to meet with people, meet with experts that are under these subjects, let them be able to bring out topics that fit in into anti-corruption. And then from with that, they'll be able to know it. And by the time they get, they grow up, or they won't forget whatever they have been taught. And if possible, let them even do bring it out as a subject on its own, anti-corruption as a subject. And definitely we will see, we have experts that are into curriculum modeling and they will be able to bring out topics for each week, for each day, for each terms, and for sessions. That is my advice. Thank you. Honorable Oji, what is your advice to school organizations who haven't started teaching anti-corruption education? Yes, um, beyond my advice, of course my advice, uh, whatever that is working, need be uh used not jettison uh step up nigeria strategies working in our schools and can work anywhere else so i i want to uh, call on other uh, association of schools to please embrace this because it will be difficult to think of um fighting corruption uh with one hand uh, because i felt that we have to be only one hand when it comes to the lot of association in nigeria and again, I would uh, volunteer myself because of the good work and uh, contribution that Step Up Nigeria have done. Volunteer myself to work with them to ensure I uh, work with Step Up Nigeria to ensure that we get other associations on board. I think I, there are a couple of them are my friends. Uh, we, we, we we work together, so pushing it to them and getting them to be part of this should not be a difficult task. Finally, Comrade Margaret, what is your advice to youth in marginalized communities and first-time voters? What I would say to youth in a marginalized community, not just youth, but everyone, is that you should stand for what is right. For first-time voters, youth, you should stand for what is right. People might not be seeing you doing it, but even if people are not seeing you, just do it. Do what is right, always. Stand for the truth. Stand, uh, be transparent, be honest. Don't collect souvenirs because by the time you collect these souvenirs, you won't be able to say you didn't put this in place, you didn't put this in place. So if they give you souvenirs in place of a service, you have missed out. For for instance, now there's four high camera was coming from Alaba, where we used to enter for 15 naira, it's now 100 naira. Even there's no vehicles are not that available, people have to walk in the sand. So I would tell uh, youth, not just in marginalized places, but all over and uh, first time voters that you stand for integrity. Happy Anti-Corruption Day. Uh, first, I wish you happy Anti-Corruption Day. Um, I will employ everybody wherever you are. If you see something, say something. Um, because uh, clearly everyone must be involved in this. Happy International Anti-Corruption Day to everyone. I would like to tell us 
that corruption can mar our society. So in order to make our society a good one, we have to make corruption out of our country. I wish you happy International Anti-Corruption Day. We shall celebrate more of it in good health in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for staying with us till the end. I hope that you learned a thing or two and that you noted down something that you would, uh, an action that you carry out in your community or in your school, in your work environment, anywhere that you are. Kindly follow us on our social media platforms on Twitter and Instagram at step underscore up underscore Nigeria, on Facebook at Step Up Nigeria, on LinkedIn at Step Up for Social Development and Empowerment in Nigeria, on TikTok at Step Up Nigeria TV, and on YouTube at Step Up TV. Our podcast can be found on any podcasting platform of your choice. Till next time, I'm Vanessa Emadi. Happy International Anti Corruption Day. Bye bye.